Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got CrashPlan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. CrashPlan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Alrighty, guys. Today, we're kind of lifting the curtain, getting super real, showing you a little bit of behind the scenes of how things can still get done here at TCC and in your own business when life gets in the way. So we want to kind of walk you through a lot of the systems, a lot of the processes, the mindsets, the workflows, all the good meaty stuff that we were able to put in place and make happen in our business when we had to step away. We're going to kind of walk you through why we had to step away, the things we did, some of the mistakes that we made in order for us to not have an on-call business. And what I mean by that is, you know, like, all those doctors and lawyers and whatever that are making bank, but they're constantly checking their phone, checking their email, getting called into work. And it's them showing up to do the task in order for them to get paid. So no matter how much money is flowing in and no matter how awesome the business is, they're constantly married to showing up for the business in order for it to reward itself to them. That's what we don't want for you. We want your business to still run, even if you cannot be in it right now or for a good amount of time, like, I don't know, 31 days, like we had to take a break from our own business. So we're going to kind of share with you what's been going on here at TCC and give you some insight on maybe some stuff that might surprise you. Yeah. So I want you to think about just for a second, what would happen If you got a call, or maybe it's not even a call, maybe it's just like something happened and all of a sudden you had to walk away from your business for weeks without notice and that was it. Mm -hmm. And what tools or systems do you have in place in order for your business to continue to be profitable, for you to continue to make money, for you to continue to look like you didn't just like fall off the edge of a cliff so that your like social media doesn't die off, so that you still have blog traffic, so you still have engagement in your Facebook community or any other sort of engagement that you have going on in the social world. How or what would you be able to accomplish if you just had to walk away? And I know it can feel like a really hard thing to face, but you just don't know what's going to happen in your life. You don't know if you're going to be in a car accident or your mom's going to get cancer or you're going to get a call about an adoption or your husband's going to get laid off or your kid's going to you know, break their leg or you you like, you literally just don't know what's going to happen in your life. And you're just going to have to stop everything, whether it's 
for yourself or for someone else. Or maybe, I mean, maybe it's a great thing. Maybe it's like all of a sudden you're moving halfway across the country because your husband's being relocated. And like, it could be an amazing thing for your family, but like everything's still being put on hold and you're in this massive life shuffle. What are you going to do to make sure things still keep moving forward? So now that we have you super depressed and stressed (laughs) out about the thing that's about to happen in your life, let's walk you through what actually happened in our lives so you can know where this is even coming from. Sure. So in 2016, basically, I'll, I'll prep with this too. All of 2016, we were waiting for the call for adoption. Some of the calls were maybe babies where the baby was already born. The baby was due in a week. The baby was due in a month. The baby was due in six months. So kind of, sort of, we were getting in the mindset of, holy shit, we might have a baby at any given moment in all of 2016. That was so so stressful. So stressful, right? So luckily, we did get the call. We got the call in August. And we got the call like six months, five months, August, five months. Uh, before our baby was due. So we had five months to prepare. We didn't have 40 weeks, but five months is still a heck of a lot longer than two weeks. So we got that call in August. Things were groovy. Things were moving along. It was for sure. So from August till about November, we were kind of getting in the mindset of prepping for maternity leave. We were going to go down to a one woman show here at TCC I was stepping away. I was going to take leave. I was going to snuggle babies. I was going to have to actually be out of state. So I like literally, I wasn't going to be in my office. I wasn't going to be anywhere functional for me to work. So it had to be like me stepping away completely. So that's where we were for a little bit. And then. And then things got a little weird. (laughs) I was having like a normal day, you know, working in the office and Decided to take a break for lunch. It was a late lunch. Got in my car, started driving to my favorite place on the planet, which Emily hates me for. I was going to McDonald's. (laughs) And I was in a five-car collision. And I had no idea what that day would do to me or to my life or to our business. But it changed me in a huge way. and. You know, it drastically altered my day-to-day life. I went from working 40-plus hours a week to being lucky, lucky the first couple of months to work half days. And then in the month of December, if I got in two hours in a day, I was doing amazing. And I was in and out of doctor's offices. I was in and out of therapy sessions. And my life was totally different. I had to stop putting the business as the number one priority, as I should, obviously. My health was number one. And I put my health in first place. But that meant that literally no one was working for TCC except our assistants and our contractors. And we had zero full-time people the whole month of December. Zero. And one of our VAs, like they're all crucial, but a very crucial role in our business had a tremendous loss in her family in December. Yeah. Yeah. Three. Okay. So like three weeks after my car wreck, Allie lost her mom. 
and it was terrible. So Mercury retrograde was real. I think I am so happy we are out of that now, but there was a lot of shit hitting the fan in December. So come January, when I was taking maternity leave, we were not mentally, at that time, if we were not mentally ready or not, it didn't matter. But we for sure had not prepared for both Abigail and I to walk away come January 2nd. No, we did. Yeah. And we had to. We had to. We had to. And, um, you know, there's things we would change and there's things we would do differently. But... I'm so surprised coming out on the other side, what has, what we've been learned about our own business, what we've been able to accomplish. And I'm excited to kind of walk you through it. Yeah. So I'll show you, uh, I would love to share the results of yeah. our January sure. and then we can kind of work backwards and, and talk about the things that led to that. So knowing now that it's starting in December, Abby's brain uh, quite literally was deteriorating constant migraines, brain therapy, eye problems, ear problems, all of that stuff is needed to work, not only as a human being, but that's specifically the type of work that we do. Strategy is involved, screen time is involved, none of that could happen. So especially mid-December, that started weaning off, weaning off, we were starting to get prepped for maternity leave, we were meeting those pre-goals that we had for us come January. January 2nd, uh, we had a webinar, and when we walked away, So we had emails still going out, posts still going out on Instagram, on Facebook, on our blog. And at the end of January, we were wrapping up at about $12,000. Yeah. So we still made money. $12,000 may seem like a lot or a little bit to you, but collectively working, would you say five hours? Because I cut even the time, Abby, that you spend working in half because of where your brain was at that time. Oh yeah. I was a total disaster. Like I don't <laughs> I think I sat there and like looked at the computer half the time like what am I supposed to be doing? Even though it was like blatantly staring me in the face and like Trello was very clear on what I was supposed to be doing. <laughs> Do um, this next. It's I, that's not what happened at all. Like we barely made it through getting the blog and the podcast out there. So not only <laughs> did we make I just want to be clear, not only did we make $12,000, we launched part of our new website. Mm-hmm. We launched a brand new program, which had over 200 enrollees, which is incredible. And they're like rocking their business goals right now. And we launched our podcast, which you're listening to, which if you haven't heard, And the first 24 hours landed in the top 15 spots on iTunes in the business category. So if we, if we did anything, I mean, the fact that that even happened Mm -hmm. at all, despite, I mean, it wasn't us. It was our tribe that did that. Yeah. Yeah. It was you guys. (laughs) It was you guys. So let's talk about, we can sit here and name systems also, but we really want you to check out Your Biz on Autopilot. It's our free program. It's new. It's awesome. It lists all of the program software's tools by name with little handy links that we use to automate our business. And a huge chunk of that, all of that is why we were able to still make a good amount of money while working zero hours in the entire month of January and half of December. So we're talking stuff like later, 
Post Planner, Tailwind, Squarespace, Dropbox, Trello, like all of those things, but we specifically lay out for what exact task we use some of those things for. So that would be super handy for y'all to go through. But I think one of the biggest things outside of knowing the systems, because all of that's fine and dandy, knowing maybe what are some of the tasks that you could offload to someone else, maybe some of the things that you could take your box hat off and give to someone else. And you probably know what a couple of those things are already. And if you don't, I really want you to brainstorm those. I think the bigger hurdle other than knowing it is actually being proactive about getting someone else in that spot. So I think one of our biggest things that we could have made better, especially for Abby, was knowing the task that Abby was doing that she absolutely, as CEO of our business, does not need to be touching, giving that task to someone else sooner. A hundred percent. Like, I'm still, well, not now, but at the time, I was still making every graphic for everything. So like every blog post, every Instagram image, every podcast image, every webinar slide, every opt-in, every, every graphic, all of them. All of the things. I was doing all of them because my background is design and I was super picky and I had a really hard time hiring someone for that. But it was real. I mean, I was making excuses because it felt like something I could add value to the business with. And in retrospect, I realized that it was taking away because I wasn't spending time on strategy. I wasn't spending time on engagement. I was spending time making graphics, which is goofy. It's so goofy. And So then in the thick of things, as chaos is happening, as our world is burning, as Abby's brain is melting, she's having to interview people, hire people, onboard people, and video train her doing the thing so they can learn how to do the thing while all of the shitstorm's happening. Try having a migraine and recording a training manual at the same time. You should go watch that in like three months and see how bad it is. I feel bad for Allie. It was like 40 (laughs) minutes. I'm sure. Well, that was even, that was the podcast. Anyway, it's fine. I'm sure it's terrible, Uh, but my team is, they're troopers. Yeah. So not only recognizing, okay, I can hire this person. I can offboard this thing. I can outsource this thing. Are you making the manual for giving that to someone as soon as you do decide to pull the trigger and hire someone? Are you doing the blueprint? Are you writing down the process? Are you making the video training? Whatever it is that you need to do to record the tasks that you no longer as boss need to be doing so you can give it to someone the second you're like, I'm done. I'm washing my hands at this task. I'm done. Here's the blueprint. Here's the book. Go do it. Yeah, you need to be thinking about all the steps along the way. Because if you do this on the front end, it's going to be so much easier to hand off. Like, I've been doing graphics for so long, but I never wrote down the, the, like, naming conventions for how to name our files. I never wrote that down. I've been doing it the same way for, I don't know, going on a year plus, but... I never wrote it down and I finally did and I finally gave it to someone else so I don't have to make the dang files. But stuff like that, what are you doing so that you can save yourself time later? And I know this is all like 
big picture stuff, you're like, my business is so small. I can't imagine ever handing it off to someone else. Like no one would even notice I'm gone. I don't believe you. Well, and I think it's a lot of like putting out into the universe that you are going to be big enough one day to need that person to do that task for you because your brain and your skill set is going to be needed elsewhere. Yes, I totally so put it out there. <laughs> put it out there. If I mean, if you're running an Etsy shop and you're uploading new products, like, are you documenting how you upload the product? Are you documenting how you create the, you know, the exact description? I'm sure there's a method to your madness. You Don't have keep that stuff in your head. No, especially if your head breaks mm-hmm. like mine. Like I, mm-hmm. I just, I can't tell you how frustrating it is to know that something is in your head and you cannot yep. access it. Yep. Well, there are already, as we're chatting about this, already like a handful of things that I'm like, why am I doing that task? And that task is only in my head. So I need to really make a process for it. Well, and it's just, it's something that takes time. It takes time to do now, but you're going to value it later. A, you can also reference it now. I think that's the big thing. We we talk about doing these processes all the time. Like we have the process down Pat for pre-webinar process because we have it super documented, but there's other things we do all of the time that are not documented. Like I know Emily uses or did manage post planner. And then at some point it got kind of handed off ish, but like I couldn't log into post planner and do it if I needed to. Like I, I literally don't know. No, but you don't need to. That's I know, but I'm saying that that process isn't documented in a right, way that right. if someone else needed to someone do it, they could. Else. Right, 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 right. So there are tiny things in your business like posting to social media, scheduling a blog post, putting a product listing on Etsy, answering a, uh, an initial client question, onboarding, like whatever it is that could either be automated by using a system or automated by using a person. Regardless if you're ready to hire it out now or pay for the system, doesn't matter. I would love for you first to go through and just do a brain dump of all the things that you think have a process that you know has a process because you're doing it. If it takes more than like one step, it has a process, by the way. And start just writing down. You don't need to write down the process yet, but just bring down everything that has a process. And then the next time you do one of those things, Take the extra five minutes and make it a giant checklist in order as you do the steps to do that task, have a checklist of it. We prefer to keep these in Trello and in literally a board called Business Blueprint. It's like our manual of how our business runs. So do step one, step two, all the way down to the bottom, get down to the nitty gritty. Don't miss a step and then just keep it there and grow that manual Add on a task the next day. In a couple days when you do something else, go back there and spend a couple extra minutes to build up that business manual every single day. You don't have to do it all at once because that would probably hurt your brain. And then I think you'll be able to sigh a big breath of relief knowing that it is documented somewhere. And if all of a sudden you hear in a Facebook group of someone, you know, offering their VA services to uploading products on Etsy... And that's one of the onboarding tasks that you want to give to someone else. Hello, you're already like three steps ahead of the game and you could probably get that person uploaded by the end of the week. So you don't have to do that task anymore. 
Yeah, today one of our team members, Nicolette, talked about making your broccoli list. She quoted me, but I I have a concussion, so I don't remember saying anything about a broccoli list, but apparently at some point I did. And it's really all about creating the list of things you ideally never want to do again, mm-hmm. if you in an ideal world. So in addition to preparing all these processes, while you're going through them, make note of the ones you really dislike doing. And those yeah. are the ones you should offload first. Yep. Those yeah. are the ones you should hire for first. Because the more you like your job, the better at your job you're going to be. The ones that you dislike the most and the ones that can save you the most time, which when you're usually the same, sometimes not, but usually the same. One of our very, very first tasks that we gave to someone else that I am still like, I talk about it, I feel like all the time, but it's that good, is our our blog workflow. So uploading it to Squarespace, formatting the post, scheduling it, pinning it, all of that stuff. It was just like tasks that as soon as we were done writing, we were like, oh, now I have 30 minutes of this shit to do just to get the blog posts up there. And it's click, click, click and kind of just hanging out on your computer, making sure it's done. But that stuff adds up. And if we can just write the post and then be done with it, now I can maybe go automatically start a whole nother blog post knowing that I don't have to switch brain gears to upload and do all those extra steps for that post. I can just move right on to another task. Well, not to mention now, not only are you not switching gears, but the the post is actually getting edited and yeah. looked at by more than one yeah. person. Oh, and it's smart. not just like you writing it and you posting it. Like mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. more checks and balances. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think another one of the crucial things that helped us make money in the time that Abby's brain was melting and I was getting baby snuggles is automated emails. So I would like to send a big fat thank you to ConvertKit. They are awesome and we love them. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com slash jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Get unparalleled access to job seekers with over 350 million unique monthly visitors globally, according to Indeed data, and an extended reach through Glassdoor. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. In the minute I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get Get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. Yay truly made our lives incredible the second we met them first of all but they really showed up for themselves like like first of all convert kit doesn't even know it's not like convert kit did anything different other than the stuff that convert kit already does every day but the fact that convert kit stayed working convert kit stayed functioning the emails that like 30 plus emails that we had written and uploaded prior to shitstorm 2016 we're going out when they were supposed to go out. We're being sent to the right people. We're being able to be sent only to this small group of people and then to this big, large group of people was so helpful for our students and our tribe to be like, oh, okay, sure. I do want to buy this thing. I do want to enroll in this thing. I do want to share this thing. And that helped our business actually make money. Yeah. So your emails were going out and I didn't have to do anything. Because I had already, I read them before I couldn't read anymore. (laughs) (laughs) And that was really great because pretty sure I missed an email or two that I was supposed to tweak, but that's okay. No one noticed anything. It's fine. It's fine. Totally fine. (laughs) But seriously, that was incredible. And because those emails were going out, you know, the time I did have, which was very minimal, I could, you know, occasionally write a social media post. And, you know, the podcast was still going out. And so we were able to build our email list this month, more than we have in months, which I'm like, I don't even know how that happened. I'm like, (laughs) obviously, it's more than one thing. I'm like, is it the new website? Is it, you know, is it the podcast? Is it I mean, who knows? Is it the amazing free course? I'm not sure what it is. But I've been so impressed by our email list growth in the last month. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of it has to do with 
our emails are going to a very targeted list and we weren't bombarding our entire list the whole month with our yep. with our sales pitch. We were just targeting those people that were hyper interested in what we had going on. Yep. Yeah. That helps drastically not lose people. And if you're only worried about converting the people who are already interested, your numbers are going to be a lot higher. It's going to make you a lot happier. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) So as far as other ways we made money, so we were having course sales. Course sales obviously are our main source of income. So we were continuing to get course sales because of the emails Emily sent out. But we also had some payment plans that went through because of courses we sold months ago. And Emily and I have been skeptical about payment plans for, I don't even know, eons at this point. I think our feelings change. Like we love them, we hate them. We love them, we hate them. Right now I'm in love with them. And I'm like, what course can we come out with that has a million payment plan (laughs) options? Because... This month, I was just like, oh my God, another payment plan process. Uh-huh. Thank the Lord Jesus. I I just seriously, like they were so helpful because people were still getting value. They were still in our courses. And even though they weren't a brand new student, they were able to really get across, go through our program over time uh-huh. and still get that value. But we were getting paid over time as well. And so you know, we did the work, you know, a couple of months ago, but we were getting paid now. Well, and some of those, we did the work over a year ago and it was something we were still selling that is on a payment plan option. So the, this month was action. the last month. So I know it's That's all it. over. Bye-bye. <laughs> we need to make another course apparently. So another thing that helped us out was affiliate sales. And we will give another shout out to ConvertKit for being the best in affiliate sales ever. Yeah, they're pretty grand. They have the best reoccurring affiliate program. If I haven't said it once, which I know I have said it a million times, (laughs) but I'll say it again. They're pretty amazing. And we can't thank them enough for what they've been able to do for us and our business. And we continue to see that number grow every month. And we have big plans for affiliates and sponsors for the entire year. So we're really hoping it it continues to be a large part of our income. But it's been great. So we have affiliate partnerships with people like lead pages and webinar jam and convert kit and Amazon. And Oh, who else do we have? Podcast editing. Yeah. Our podcast editing service. I don't know. There's a whole bunch of people that we support. Um, we, I mean, anytime we talk about a book, we link to it on Amazon. And if you guys purchase it in the show notes, we get, a, I mean, a very small kickback. <laughs> like, thanks for the 27 cents, Amazon. <laughs> yeah. Amazon isn't very, <laughs> great with their affiliate sales. Mm -hmm. But ConvertKit is very generous. (laughs) So look in your own business. Uh, One of the things that we did, which again, helped in a small way, but it can definitely add up is created a things we love or resources page. We did this months ago, but we still have people going to it and addressing it all the time. So we linked up all the camera equipment we use, the office stuff we love, the software systems we use, like anything that we use to run our business we filled that sucker up with affiliate links. That way, 
Every time you guys ask, what lens do you shoot your flat lay with? What microphone do you use to record? We can direct you to that page so we're not having to find the exact thing that you're asking for and you're gonna get to see all the goodness that we use in one happy place. Yeah, and that PDF that has all the links in it is inside your biz on autopilot so you can get it there oh, for free. Paula. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> So look at look at your own business. Maybe it's the calligraphy pens that you use, the paper that you use, your iPad, your office rug, like really whatever it is. Maybe it shows up on your Instagram and everyone always asks you where you get it. Think of how you can be an affiliate for that thing and then share that link everywhere. Yeah, and I think it, you need to get a little creative with it. I think some people are, I think they can feel like it get a little wonky or a little, I don't know funky. Like it's just icky occasionally, but it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be sales pitchy to give someone your affiliate link. You just have to be open and honest with them that that's what it is. So when someone's like, what do you use for blah, blah, blah? I'm like, I would love to give you our affiliate link. Hold on one second. I'll be right back. And then I go find the link and I give it to them. And If you can be open and honest with people, usually people go out of their way to use your link specifically because they'd rather give you the kickback than let this bigger company make more money. Absolutely. I always ask for people if they have an affiliate link for me to use before I buy something. Yeah. Yep. We love to support other small businesses in that way. Absolutely. So I think another, I think there are two other big features. I think these are the two biggest features that helped us remain super present is I think one of the biggest things in your business when you have to take a step back is if your business can still look fresh and alive and active every single day, then your audience may not even miss a beat. They may not feel like you fell off the face of the planet. Your traffic is still going to go up. Google is going to recognize that you're still doing things because regardless of whatever you have going on, if you take a three-month hiatus and don't post anything on your website or Instagram, that is going to hurt you. It is going to be that much harder to get back on that horse and kind of start over again, no matter where you are like audience-wise. So being super critical about what you can push out while you're gone is going to help you when you come back. So think of the systems that you can use to automate your blog posts, your Instagram posts, your Facebook prompts, Twitter, Pinterest, everything, autoresponders. So you seem like you are answering back or being engaged with your audience, even if you're like, laying in bed sick or visiting family or snuggling a baby or just taking some like vacation white space breathing room. Yeah, I think having that automated content has been super beneficial to us. And there hit hit a point where we didn't have enough, basically. I mean, Emily had pre-written her posts, but I basically ran out and I was like, I'm not writing anymore. So I was like, (laughs) who wants to write for TCC? And that was totally fine. And so you, if you get to a point where you're like, I literally cannot. Yeah. Ask your friends, post in your Facebook group, post in another Facebook group, you know, um, ask around. There's people that are willing to share their content in your places. If you give them the platform to do so. And so, there's no way the blog would have continued to 
thrive no. if we hadn't have asked for backup because well and this is not the time or place to pull the oh but it's inauthentic to not post live on Instagram or oh. Facebook wherever you're running a business not like a model account I don't like you're not a teenager who's like this is what I ate for lunch and now I'm at this club or whatever no one gives a shit okay they just want to have valuable content. They don't care if you're at that coffee shop right now. That is long gone. That's only in your head. And it's an excuse that we like to use ourselves to not prep content. Yeah. And for the most part, pretty much everyone thought it was live, even yeah. though it was automated. The only instance where it wasn't was we had promised someone to send this particular thing out and she emailed and she's like, are you okay? And I was like, actually, no, I was like, actually, we're not okay. I said, what were we supposed to do that we didn't do? I'm so sorry. But that like, well, that only happened once. And like the fact that that was it and that didn't happen until the 30th of January. Oh Wow. Yeah. I was like, okay, we're doing pretty okay. We're good. We're good. We managed it. It's fine. <laughs> the other thing that kept us super fresh and alive was our team. Yes. So we're going to be really honest with you and tell you that we do have a team. We'll tell you how many people we have and what they do. It is not just us. And they are super helpful in being behind the scenes and being our little minions and making sure everything gets out. If it wasn't for them, we wouldn't have a podcast. We wouldn't have a blog. We wouldn't have a website. We wouldn't have a lot of things. So we rely on them heavily, but know that all of these same strategies and same tools and systems that we've gone over today, you can do even if you're a one woman shop. Okay. And they need are probably more crucial for you if you're a one woman shop. All right. Yeah. So just to kind of briefly go over our team, because I know a lot of people are curious how many people we have inside inside the little TCC world over here. We have three Facebook ambassadors. Nicolette is our recent team add-on. She also does graphics and she is our YouTube manager. Sarah and Janet are our blog and podcast um, editors. So they edit all of our copy. Allie We said she's our VA, but I think she needs like a title upgrade. She does a lot of stuff for us around here. Jessica is a TCC TV contributor. She writes every other week for the blog. We edit podcasts, does all of our podcast editing. They write the show notes. We edit for copy. They do all our transcriptions. Seriously, the podcast would not exist without their team. Literally, no. Kathy with Love Inspired is the genius behind our new website. I can't wait for the whole thing to be live. It has come along and it's looking fabulous. She has a programmer and an SEO partner in there as well. And then Danny helps us occasionally with PR and Sabrina helps us occasionally with creative writing. And... Kelsey is our Facebook ad specialist. So if you add all those people together, we're looking at about 13 to 14 people. And some of those people are businesses that also have a team of their own. So it's potentially more than that. And that's a lot. That's a lot. But all those people are part-time. So just, Mm -hmm. and not all of those people are paid members of our team, just to be clear. Right, right. 
Yeah, some of those are ambassador works, but a lot of them have grown from doing ambassador and kind of just uh, cheerlead roles to have part-time paid positions, which is pretty incredible. Then a lot of them have started out with a very small role and have grown to get a lot more tasks from us because it's a lot easier to retrain someone who's already on your team than adding on a new person. So thank you guys for that. But I do remember when it was just you and I, not that long ago, doing all the stuff. And I will be 100% honest, A, if it were just you and I, and if we were still doing client work, we probably would have made about 300 bucks. If that. If that. And had a lot of pissed off clients. They would have all been pissed off. We would have would have been terrible. Yeah. And I would have been working in my PJs with like an ice pack, like yeah. rubber banded to my brain. head. Yeah. Yeah. So we're not suggesting that everyone go out and ditch your clients, that everyone go out and sell courses online, create a podcast and blog five days a week. No, that please don't. Your jam. Please don't. don't. Don't do that. That may not be your jam. It probably isn't your jam. And don't make it your jam if it's not your jam. It's fine. But what we do want you to do is that task of brainstorming. So here's our talk strategy to me, right? Here's how you can get started to life-proof your business. I want you to go through and brain dump all the things that you can outsource, that you can write a process for, that you can research systems. Maybe it's a software or an app that you can use to save time on that task. Is it later? Is it post planner? Is it a VA? Is it canned responses? Is it submittable where people are clicking to submit on your blog as a guest blogger and it tracks it all in that website? Is it postable that sends thank you cards to your clients when you're done with them? Like, what is it that's going to save you a little bit of time here and there? Your team can absolutely be another website. It can be a software. It can be an app. That can be your team. And that's okay. That can be your team for a while until you're ready. So brain dump all those things. And then I truly want you to spend the time and do it a little bit here and there to make the blueprint of what it takes to do your job. Every aspect of your job, aside from dreaming up the content, the strategy and creating like the idea of what what goes out as your business, because that's actually your role not all the other hats that you're wearing also, what are the things that you no longer need to be doing and put those processes together, Mm -hmm. okay? And then do you have a third step? Yeah, I would say you need to take a break and you need to remember that your life is always more important. And I think I... I probably did myself a disservice for a long time. And then I, as much as I I want this business to be my number one priority, because it, it truly is my baby, like, and I think Emily would agree, like, it's her, wow. now it's her second child, <laughs> illegitimate second child. My illegitimate child. It's fine. My child I made with another you, woman. Your life and your health is more important. So you have to learn to take care of yourself first. And sometimes it's hard. And sometimes things will get in your way. But I encourage you to do what's best for you first. Mm-hmm. And I also encourage you to lean into a little bit of that burnout that you're facing before a crisis hits. Yes. So you know 
that type of burnout that I'm talking about. When nothing else is really going on in your life, but you still feel frazzled. Take a look at your systems and see what's missing. Is it because you don't have a workflow? Is it because you don't have a process? Is it because you need to hire one person part-time for like five hours a month? What is it? And address that like underlying belly fire first because that 100% leads to an explosion if you don't address it. Well, and I think that was a sign I personally was ignoring because there was a lot of things I put off or would put on the back burner because I just didn't like doing them as much as I used to do, as much as I used to, or they weren't the priority because they shouldn't be. And so they weren't getting done and they were holding up the rest of our team. And I was doing the team a disservice. So pay attention to those things that are irking at your gut and like making you feel icky. And like, if you're dreading doing them, there's a reason you're dreading it. And so address that. Yeah. Yeah. So take a good hard look at your business, babes, and get some clarity, get some organization, cut some stuff out. If it's not important, get it out. If it doesn't need your hat, get it out, get some clarity. You got it. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor. To get podcast updates and all the behind-the-scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.